you looking at, nerd? Huh? I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. Alrighty, Dark Hair Podcast fans. It is another episode. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is episode three of season two. And today, I'm not even going to turn on Snacks' mic. How about that? That's not nice. So. What the fuck? Oh, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was about to be muted the whole show. Yeah, I thought I was slick. Here we got today, Mr. Sweet. Yeah, you didn't even pause that yet, so take that. Who do we have, Mr. Sweet? Today we have Steve. Petless. 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 Well, he's going to correct us for us. Yeah, he'll correct it. Well, he is the owner of Petless Studios. Yeah, Pet. Yeah, his name's hard. Well... I don't want to say it's hard, but uh, it's, it's just... It's confusing. I want to say, yeah. So, but anyhow, it's, we... It's, uh, it's this, guys. Petalas. 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 Well, that's how that... Petals. <laughs> yeah, it's petals. No. Uh, but anyhow, we will have him on here in the next uh, about 10 minutes. Can't we'll say have his last name. So, but again, today we'll be talking with him. He is and, a special effects Yeah, artist. special effects. Um, again... This will be our first time ever talking to him, so hopefully everything goes great and mm-hmm. sounds good. Um, other than that, we've been busy as usual. I mean, more than usual. We're we've been doing a lot of interviews lately, and we're again for some of you that are new, we have been uh, we don't do Facebook that much anymore as far as the live stuff, just because of all the complications with Facebook and them blocking all of our content, and or and not even blocking it, they just don't, they just don't let it out like. When you have almost 12,000 fans or followers and only three people are seeing it, something's up. Yeah. So, whatever. And then I've heard people, well, you got to share. That ain't the issue. We we try to share all the time and tell our fans to share, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> but just still, I don't know why we just don't get the views on Facebook. So, we jumped over to Spotify, which we noticed with Spotify and using Anchor, sending it out over Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Spotify, all those different platforms, just doing it this way, so much better. It's just it's smoother for us. Plus, we can cram in more shows in one day because when we dress up and do live stuff, it's extremely hot. Mm-hmm. Even when I turn the AC, it doesn't matter. When you wear silicone, it's hot. When you wear costumes, it's hot. Painting your face, you sweat it. Yeah, if any of you are actors, you know. So, needless to say, today again, Steve, tell us. And he's going to be explaining himself and his work. Yeah, his work is pretty cool. I mean, he sculpts. I mean, he doesn't have a lot to look at. Um, what is his? What's the page that you looked at? That way, people can go check that out. What's the name of that? Um, on on like the website itself. Yeah, the, what's that website? Uh, it's uh, a <clears throat> frightentertainment.com. Um, this guy he he does a bunch of like cool sculpts. He makes um just. These remarkable like heads, and the fact that like this this zombie mask that he made it's like a it's like a quarter mask, and I don't know if it is silicone or latex. I'm I'm not too well, sure, but that's why we're gonna ask questions. We're gonna today. ask questions. We are gonna get answers. But the reason why we came across this guy, I mean, I was scrumming through uh, Instagram trying to find. Um, up and coming special effects artists and stuff, and he was the first one that came up. 
So I was looking through his page, and <clears throat> he has a bunch of just, like, original stuff that just, like, caught my eye. Maybe he's just one of those old school guys. And, like, the 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 nostalgia with his stuff is just extraordinary. So It's because it's something you don't see every day. Exactly. So that's why I wanted to reach out to Steve and I'm just I'm looking at his like his sculpts, his like his finished products and stuff, and they're so clean, absolutely so clean. But that's why we want to sit down and talk to the man. Yeah. I mean, he's just his art. It, it's it's good. It's really good. And his sculpting is freaking awesome. And I see on his Instagram, I'm looking at it right now. I think that he works at Fright Acres in Colorado. Not too sure. Gonna ask that question. Yeah. Well, and again, we we will find <clears throat> out stuff. So again, what do you think about that uh that last interview, Sweets? That was a pretty good one talking about us. Yeah. Um, Field of screams. Yeah. Like I said, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it, it's good. I myself enjoy talking to more of these haunt places because that's potential places we can go and visit. Go visit. Yeah. We make look at the background scenes. We do and interviews stuff. with them now. We build. We start to build just a, somewhat of a, you know, just communication uh, and slow, <clears throat> slow friendships with these people. And eventually down the road, you know, it, which we already got an invite for Field of Screams. They already told yeah, us to come on down. We got a really or good, come on up, actually, because we know good connection with uh, Biscuit from Haunted Overload. Yeah, and even Haunted Overload, you know, the same thing. Man, Biscuit, and that is, I love that guy. That is the great thing about <clears throat> what we're doing because we love haunting flat yeah, out. We love yeah. it. And... We love acting, so it's even better when we do these interviews and we get to meet these people. That way, even behind the scenes, you know, they've already sent us emails. Guys, hey, if you're ever up our way, please stop in and come visit, which is awesome. So, I, as far as that went, that interview went, I can't even think here. As far he as that gave in- us a, a large amount of information about yeah. the screens. So, and that's the good thing, you know, a lot of detail about it, and that right there. Again, kind of gets you like, okay. And if you guys want to check it out. I'm going to go check it out. Um, it should be out now. Um, listening to it. So, no. Yeah. It don't come out till the 30th. When they're listening to this, it'll be the end of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Right now, we already did an interview today. It's t- today, right now. It's, yeah, that's our problem. We're doing, today alone, we're doing three interviews today, and then it's just like, We've been doing interviews nonstop. Yeah, but it's it's good for us to keep us busy and to venture out and just actually sit down, read all these cool special effects companies, haunted houses, you know, actors, and it just gives us the opportunity to actually just work together as a team and just get to know people. And it's it's getting us out getting there and it's getting <laughs> getting getting them out there. So with this Guy right here, Steve, man, he is, I don't know, man, like, I, <clears throat> I'm i intrigued with his work. Well. A lot. Again. I mean, I definitely want to ask him, because, like, we also create um, masks and stuff. Definitely want to try to ask him how to make, like, headphone forms. Dude, they're, they're trade secrets, and no one wants to tell us that. Well, dude, I don't, you never know, man. I, I just, we, we've never been taught to make molds and anything, but I'm pretty sure people... If we just get connections, we can actually sit down and talk to people. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. Again, again, I got a few questions myself wrote down over here on my little list, and I'll ask him. We'll again, we'll we'll see how everything goes, and hopefully he answers our questions. And I'm pretty sure he'll. We'll get to questions. know him. I know. Um, we went fishing last night. 
Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, again, I wanted to go again today, but unfortunately, just the way our timing works out, it would be late before we got out there, and it's like... <laughs> yeah, be kind of busy. <laughs> We're busy people, but it's okay. <laughs> and then I won't get to fish again in... It's like June. Till late June. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. No, you can do whatever you want. I don't. I, I won't. <laughs> I won't do nothing. I want to fish, but I don't want to fish. That's that's no. That's no bueno. It's a big no bueno. I enjoy just sitting there and watching the birds fly by, and even though, even if I don't catch nothing, I mean, yeah, it gets boring if you don't catch nothing. But at the same time, it's nice just to sit out there and relax. And today's a nice day. Oh, good lord! Yesterday was kind of chilly. It was like high you know? of like 66, low of 50. Yeah, I mean, they're wrong. It was kind of hot when we first got there because the sun was breaking through. But then at the night, the wind picked up a little bit. And again, it was a little chilly. But it's a little dewy. It wasn't too bad until the dew kicks in. <laughs> Once that dew kicks in, you start getting a little damp. <laughs> My little dudes were... Uh, <laughs> yeah, your hay dudes were soaked. But that's... <laughs> hey, you wear boat shoes. That's what you get. I like my dudes. But I don't wear mine that much. I mean, I'm afraid to get them dirty, man. You have I, sandals. I have both. You have I, dudes? Yes. I told you my white tennis shoes. Those are dudes. No, you don't have dudes. No, those are dudes. You don't got the dudes. Those are the boat dudes. Those are the those are those these are, are the, dad dudes. Those are the, no, those are the dock dudes. These are, <laughs> those are the dock dudes. I got straight dad dudes. Yeah. Even though this doesn't have anything pertaining with our show today, folks. We're just trying to kill a <laughs> we're, time. We're, we're killing time here because, again, we, told five. we still got like three minutes yeah. before we call this gentleman. So... <clears throat> again, just bear with us while we're just killing some time here. Uh, but again, as far as the show is, itself is going, a lot of people have been that we know that listen, talk to us, and they're loving it. They love the sound. The quality is way better. I do my new soundboard that I bought is just great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. great. And it's mm-hmm. so easy to mm-hmm. transfer. <laughs> Shut the Exactly. It is so easy to transfer sounds over to it and sound effects, and it's it's just great. And then every episode, of course, right before we start, like you'll hear a, a quote from a movie or whatever. Because I like to just mess with and have fun and goof. And then the funny thing is, when we had Biscuit on, he knew majority of my soundboard. Yep, it was funny. Like even if there was just like a quick. Just a quick one. He'd know it, and he'd start cracking up. And then uh, we started off with... I told him, I said, dude, the next time you're on, we're going to make a game of this. I'm going to have these laid out, and you're going to have to guess each one. Yeah, we, we started off with tonight with the Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. When Booger is yelling at college kids. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys never seen Revenge of the Nerds, man, that was such a good movie. And then uh, last one was... Uh, what was with... Um, no, it was um, um, Doc from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And then the one before that was Deliverance. Yeah. That one was perfect. Insurance. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 4.59. I think I'm going to give old Steve a call. All righty. <clears throat> Hopefully he's ready for us. I think I'm calling him in from to Colorado. So, <clears throat> Well, again, hopefully he's ready for us. All then. And approximately, as soon as it hits 5 o'clock, I'm hitting I'm sending it. Hello, this is Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing? This is Arthur from Dark Carousel Podcast. How you doing? Good, Arthur. How are you, man? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Here next to me is my partner, Mr. Sweets. Go by Steve or Mr. Sweets. It's whatever. Um, Steve, introduce yourself. Yes, I am Mr. Sweets. We are excited to have you on here. We were just actually online checking out some of your stuff, man. It's looking pretty slick. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's... uh 
couple years old, but there's some stuff on there. Yeah, I'm working on some new stuff. Now, to make stuff a little clear, we're having trouble saying your um, your last name. How do you say it correctly? Uh, Patalis. Patalis. Okay, so I was right the first time. Yeah. We were saying Petlis and Pat. Like, okay, we gotta. We just gotta clarify this real quick. <laughs> Patalis Studios. <laughs> so now, exa- where are you exactly located at? Um, I just moved to. Well, I've I've been in Colorado for over twenty years. But, okay. Um, I'm currently Monument. Yeah, we just moved from Parker, Colorado, to Monument, Colorado. Okay, cool. And then there's a. a is there a specific haunt that you work at? Because again, we were trying to get bits and pieces off the internet but we couldn't make everything out so yeah um for the last i don't know 10 years i've owned and operated um well it was reaper's hollow and then we kind of branched out uh and then did two haunts and then we had three haunts and then i, I started fright acres oh okay fright acres okay this is i mean this is interesting okay. awesome fright acres <laughs> now how long has that been in business <clears throat> Bright Acres, well, with that umbrella name, it's really only been about five years. Okay. Cool. But, uh, yeah, we were on the farm property. We've been there for, oh, shoot, I think it's 11 now. True. Well, that's that's interesting. Um, what is your guys' theme? <clears throat> so the themes, well, I, so actually, I'm not doing one this year, man. So I, we'll, we'll have to get into that. I'll tell you guys the story. Okay. But the theme for the haunt was um, we had uh, a motel theme, we had indoor catacombs, we had a cornfield, we had woods with like a goblin's grove and then a cemetery. So it was a 35-minute walk and a mile long. Okay. Trail. Oh, wow. Well, well, I mean, that's that's awesome to have some background of some haunting. <clears throat> now. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, for sure. Um, what got you into special effects? Man, oh man. So way back when I was little, um, you know, uh, probably six, seven, eight years old, um, I used to go and hang out at my grandparents' house. And my grandma was always a, a huge, you know, uh, Frankenstein, Lugosi, you know, Dracula and Wolfman fan. Um, <clears throat> she just loved the old black and white Universal Monsters, yeah. right? She does felt bad for Frankenstein, you know, she, he had a good heart, right? And Wolfman was, you know, so she got me, you know, hooked on these monsters, mm-hmm. and I used to go there and spend the weekends and hang out with Grandma, and, you know, we'd watch the old late-night WGN Chicago, <laughs> you know, monster movies, and, um, you know, and then just, you know, you know, spending summers and stuff over there with them, I just grew up and just loved monsters and wanted to make monsters because I, you know, got hooked on Frankenstein, Dracula, and the Wolfman. That's wonderful. Yeah, looking at your work, man, <clears throat> you got a lot of... Like creativity and just like original stuff, and yeah, I mean, yeah, you posted 2021 or 2000 by the last post you did, but like I'm more intrigued in the fact of how smooth your sculpts are. That's what oh, got me, you. and the like the head bust, the 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 I don't, is it like a uh, resin picture frame with the skull? Yeah, yeah. That is wonderful. Now, um, that is when it typically when it comes to like you sculpting and stuff. Like, are you still currently doing it? Are you taking a break? No, uh, no, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still sculpting, man. I mean, I, I grew up sculpting, and and that's my love. I'm self-taught. You know, I did go to school for special effects and like makeup. Okay, but comes to sculpting, like it's all 
you know, me sitting in front of anatomy books and looking at thousands of photos and reference photos and magazines um, and just to duplicate what I saw in order to get things right. You know, like it would, it took me a couple of years to figure out how to sculpt an eye, you know what I mean? And make it like a real eye, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, I'm very, very much into realism when it comes to certain things. And, and, um, you know, I guess part of my downfall is that I'm kind of a perfectionist when it does come to certain things. So, you know, I'm, I will spend an insane amount of time trying to make a lip look like a lip. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because uh, Mr. Sweets and I, <clears throat> we do, yeah. uh, um, we make uh, like foam prosthetic mask. And um, our biggest thing is we've never really learned how to like sculpt or, um, I mean, we sculpt, but it's not like the best thing in the world. And we don't know how to do like molds or anything. So right now we're just like, we're, we're our focus right now is our podcast. And yeah. we, we definitely would love to get back into the production part because our creativity together just creates this mastermind, just crazy darkness stuff. And we, yeah. we know, we know a lot of people, uh, in the haunt world and they just, just hanging out with them, talking to them and seeing their stuff. But it's just, you know, no one wants to actually take the time to actually show us on how to actually do step-by-step. Step. Yeah, so we're, that's that's our biggest thing. But, you know, it's a it's a lesson learned. I mean, I know we're a trial-and-error kind of per- people, and I know just just seeing your stuff, you, I think you've, you think you perfected it, especially this zombie one I'm looking at right now with, like, the black coming out of his mouth. That is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, he was, he was a fun one. I really liked that one. You know, and like you guys brought up molds, you know, like, molds are hard. Like, it's, I've gotten my molds down to a science and they're so thin and so light. I can dwell and pull so fast because of that. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's definitely a lot of, you know, trial and error, but it's just practice, right? Like it's just, you know, years and years and years of, right. of just perfecting thing over and over and over again and just trying to refine it, you know, and just make yourself better. Now, are you a silicone or a latex guy? I am a latex guy. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. With it. it works great in certain applications, especially prosthetics. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but when it comes to masks and different things like that, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm old school. You know, I've always been old school. So uh, there's nothing against it. Like there are some killer silicone masks out there. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put them on. I've worn them, and it's just like I don't know. It's not my thing. Yeah. Now, like, see, when I'm when I'm making stuff in our studio, it's like everything that I we do right now. 98% is latex and latex yeah. is way easier to use. It's a lot cheaper too. And it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. S- silicone. I've uh, dabbed in a little bit and uh, mainly just because uh, I've purchased like scrap masks from other companies that where the mask got damaged in the mold and they were just going to pitch them. So I've, t- oh, yeah. I've took and I've went and, you know, purchased them for way discounted price and they send them to me and then I go off of those and try to reconstruct them to where they can be used and then repurpose them. And nice. again, it's, it's mainly just for learning on, it's a great way to learn how to repair. So yeah. that's a big experience for me. And then again, it's <laughs> silicone is so expensive. So yeah. as of right now, we mainly concentrate on, you know, the latex stuff. Yeah, we, we, we typically do, um, like I said, the foam prosthetics and we turn them into masks or we take, which is, we call them scrap masks. So we take all these old masks or cheap masks and we 
gut him like it's Frankenstein, and we we'll just, piece them. We'll piece them together and make a really cool mask. We made one mask out of an old. I mean, I'm talking a really old foam prosthetic that looked like a panda. Well, we ended up turning taking this like three other pieces from a old latex clown mask, and then a gorilla. A, a, I mean, there's all different all parts. different <laughs> parts of it. But then we molded it into this this creature uh, freak show clown that turned out absolutely just phenomenal. And I, that's why, like when I when I see people like you and like just seeing all the stuff that you're making, it's just like, I'm just blown away how people can create something. That's it's their work. They're wearing their work. This is, there's nothing else out there and it's yours. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I do love about, you know, being an artist is that, um, it's, you know, like you said, it's my stuff, you know, like, um, our industry, as you guys both know, is that like, so many people are making and sculpting things from the movies, mm-hmm. you know, and that's nothing that, you know, I mean, that's fine. Like, you know, I, I just, I won't, I don't have it really. And unless it's a commissioned piece, mm-hmm. uh, I know I can sculpt Michael Myers, right. right? Like I know I can sculpt Freddy. Like those aren't like it, but, but everyone is doing it. Yeah. And, and just as an artist, I've been an artist my entire life. And as an artist, I know what it's like to have people steal your work. Yeah. Use your work to profit off of it. And I just like, I, I, you know, good for them. Like, but that's just not me. Like I want to be original. Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe that's part of the reason why I do have such a tough time sometimes trying to promote certain things is because it is original, Yeah, you know, and the industry, as you guys know, is like, you know, it's copied from this. Like, you know, maybe they stole the mouth from this piece and the eyes from that piece. But like, you know, trying to find original work. And I'm not going to say that I haven't like, you know, oh, that I look cool. Let me try and tweak mine because I want that like feeling from my sculpt, yeah. right? But like, I won't like, I you know, like I said, unless it's commissioned or it's like a personal use thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, it's got to, you know, it's original, you know, like it's got to be. Original, yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> that's it's that's like, that's the biggest oh, thing. And profit off of something that somebody else was so proud of, you know, like you know the Myers stuff. Like I love Michael Myers, I love the Halloween movie, but mm-hmm. like, you know, um, that's not my work. I'm not that artist. Like that was somebody else's work, yep. and you know, I just, you know, I, I can't go there. <laughs> no, 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 I feel that hundred percent. Yeah, and it's like right? that's why, like, like, like Mr. Sweets and I, like we. We love, we love, we love horror, I and mean, we're not horror enthusiasts. Our biggest thing is, we're haunt enthusiasts. We love Immortal yeah. Mask. We love, you know, Distortions Unlimited. We love Monster Maker. We love all these wonderful companies. But Immortal Mask, like we love them so much because of you know the artist. Uh, what's his name? Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, he, his work is just phenomenal. And the, the yeah. amount of detail that are put in these masks, uh, we have f- four of them sitting in front of us right now. And just like, just looking at them, it's like, how the hell did you guys fucking do this? Like this, the, the stuff that these guys do and the stuff that you do, I admire people like you because like your, your guys's brain is just, it's just, it's just a little crooked and you create these, these amazing monsters that just come to life in days and there it is boom right out of your brain 
And again, I, I tip my hat, ball, hat off for you guys because you guys are just like so talented on doing what you guys actually do. And that's that is the biggest reason why we wanted you to be on our show to just like this time you're you and that's and that's the biggest thing you're not trying to be someone else you're not trying to what you're just being you and you're just promoting your art yeah now also do uh do you uh do you ever get the chance to make it out to any of like the conventions big conventions and get any ideas for them so i mean i I used to exhibit at those shows um i mean yeah i've you know um I have a love hate relationship with all those shows. Um, it's hard. Like, uh, when I started in the industry, so quick, quick background, like, uh, after a special effects school, um, my friend was going to the Denver, uh, art Institute and he had, uh, the opportunity to have a little internship with Ed Marshall for distortion. Wow. And, um, so when I got done with special effects school, he said, Hey man, um, I've been doing an internship with Ed, and um, we're going to go to the trade show and help him at his booth in Transworld in Chicago. Yep. And I was like, great, like, this is awesome. Let's do this. And this is way back, right? So um, so I came out, met Marsha, went to the trade show, helped them do their thing. Um, and then eventually we started our own gig after – we actually ended up helping them with the Alice Cooper restaurant here and um, got to do all that, meet all them. Mm-hmm. Um and then we started our own company. So then I exhibited there for quite a while. Um, such a weird industry. Yeah. Such a weird industry. It's um, I, yeah. So I have a love hate. Like I, I've been to the shows on both sides as an exhibitor and a buyer. Um, and uh, I'm kind of thinking about maybe getting back into it and exhibiting. Um, but but I don't know. So yeah, the shows. You know, I've been to uh, Transworld. I've been to um, Hong Kong. Ooh. I went to Midwest Haunt once, um, and that's really about it. I mean, they all kind of have the same vibe to me. Um, you know, great people. Oh yeah. But uh, the shows are just kind of like I don't know, man. It's like a competition. It's a when it's yeah. when, when it's not even trying to be a competition. <laughs> yeah, like the competition thing. Yeah, that frustrates me, and I think that's part of the reason why I have kind of a, like a hate relationship with the industry is that um, some of the people exhibit, like, it's just, there's a lot of work that gets ripped off. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's ideas that kind of get, you know, twisted and taken. And, and it's just, you know, it's frustrating. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, so, like, I, I believe that. There's a few times where, like, I've made stuff, and I could do not, like, the next, the next year or that same year, like, at Halloween, I would see something extremely similar to what I had made and it had the China label on it and, and, you know, <sighs> and it's of what I had, you know, and, 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 and I remember who came up and took that picture and I remember who came up and took that brochure and, and like, you know what I mean? Like after it happens, I start putting pieces together and I'm like, I remember that guy and yeah. I know who did that. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, you gotta, you gotta be super careful with that stuff. And that's like, and, and it sucks right. we live in a world like that where people are not taking their time and actually creating stuff on their own. And right. um, Mr. Sweets and I, we're, we're Haunt actors. We've been Haunt acting. I've been Haunt acting for going on 16 years, and he's been Haunt acting for about 30 years. And uh, right. when, like, my character, uh, before, like, Mr. Sweets and I start working together, my character, uh, which is a clown, 
um, blew up. Um, I don't know what I did to do to deserve what the all the love and appreciation I've gotten uh, throughout the years of haunting, but it just blew up. And that's before I even start doing like Facebook stuff when the clowns were doing big stuff. And um, yeah. I had a certain individual with me at the time, and um, he knew nothing about the haunt industry, like whatsoever. Well, I showed him the ropes of, you know, haunting and acting and all these special effects companies. And all of a sudden, he's starting to look a little just like me. And then all of a sudden, he starts blowing up. And then he blew, like, he blew up, like, huge, massively in the haunt world as a haunt actor wearing my makeup, basically wearing my costume, my acting skills. Wow. And I'm like, dude, that's pretty messed up that you did that. So I'm no, I'm no yeah. longer associate with that person no more. But Mr. Sweet tonight, he's my brother-in-law, so I've known him my whole entire life, and he's like my best friend. And um, we that's what makes him and I such a great team because he does his own thing. I do my own thing. We feed off of each other, and we just we when we go out there and act in front of all these people, uh, we work at a haunt called uh, <clears throat> excuse me Land of Illusion uh, Adventure Park in Middletown, Ohio, and. Um, it's the, I think it's probably the second largest haunt in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Probably, I don't know. But it's a massive haunt. And uh, we have like five key actors that roam the actual park itself. And Mr. Sweets and I are the people. And we have another individual with us with our dark carousel group. Uh, his name's Skids and his name's Corey. And like we have this trio of just doing all these crazy things. But we're all different looking actors and we all we right. don't we don't steal from each other. That's one thing in haunt in the haunt industry when you do haunts. I'm with you on that. I do not like it when people take movie stuff and bring it to a haunt. Yes. I right. I want creativity. If say for example, if I owned a haunt, I don't want other movies in my haunt. I want my right. characters to be original that they've either the character or the person that's acting created themselves or as an owner I created and they're wearing it because if people want to see that stuff, go watch TV. You know, you're right. co you're coming yeah. to my haunt because I want to be my own original person and bringing my own thing to you to see if it frightens you or not. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. Again, that's why we do what we do because again, we love talking to all the creative artists out there, and then we love to hear everybody's you know stories and their experiences mm -hmm. and stuff like that because. You know, we we're the same, and we all, again, we're all big one, one big family. Yeah, one big family in the haunt world, and uh, like you, we've traveled to all these different conventions and stuff. And like my favorite one um, is MHC, which is the Midwest yeah. Haunt Convention. I love going to that, even though they've been bouncing it around so much in the for the past few years because of all the COVID stuff and trying to yeah. find a good place for it. Um, but there. I like it just to the fact that I can actually dress up, run around for a few hours, entertain some people if I want, but then also I can just hop out of my stuff and then go actually as a consumer and go check out, you know, all the booths and if I want to pick up some stuff. Yeah. And it's great. Sure. And then also I actually get to talk to, you know, artists like yourself that are there and just I love seeing everyone's work and their creativity even from the small guys to the big guys, I love seeing everybody's right. stuff, and especially that hands-on thing. I'm a hands-on person. I love physically being able to touch and see the artwork, if the artist is permitting you know, me to do that. And For sure, it's yeah. a, It's a great experience. So, uh, But definitely it's one of those things that, you know, 
I hope I hope you do get back into you know doing a little bit of traveling and getting to conventions because I'd love to you know meet up with you at one of these conventions and definitely see your work hands on because again, checking it out online it's I like it because when I see it it kind of has like an old school vibe. It ain't like some of this newer stuff that you see. It's like you're kind of taking a step back and bringing back some of the older look. And, that, old and I love haunting. it. It's like, it's, it's great. Like, like, like I'm 30 years old. Steve over here, he's almost in his forties and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm the younger generation. Don't judge me. But when I grew up, uh, like your work reminds me when I was a kid, the stuff that I was terrified of, you know, and it's like, Oh, there it is. There, 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 there's the work that I'm looking for. And it's just great, man. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Thank um, you. do you, um, have you ever, I see that you made like that quarter mask on, uh, on Instagram. How was that like on a sock mask? Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, all my, yeah, I started doing some sock mask stuff and then I started doing just the elastic band stuff. Um, and then I do some of the movable jaw stuff as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, those, uh, it's sock. Yeah. It's a head sock, man. Now and it's so comfortable. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, 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 hands down. They are. I know when we made our, uh, foam prosthetic mask, we do, um, off of a sock mask and they're so comfortable Just slide on and pull off. Plus they're way cooler. Oh, way cooler. Oh man. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. what was I about to ask? I don't know. I don't know. What were you, you going to ask him there? I, I don't. I was going to ask him something important. <laughs> it was. It, it was on the tip of my tongue. Here, you ask him a question, sweets. Well, again, back to just in conventions itself. You said you possibly might get back into it. How uh, far? How far out will you? Are you willing to travel to some of these conventions? So right now, I'm thinking about um, hitting up Trans World in February. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards that one. And then I was just going to kind of, you know, see how the water feels, you know, okay. and then go from there. If it's a big, if it's a pretty good uh, reception from, from Trans World, then I'll definitely look into doing some of the other ones. I mean, yeah. I don't mind traveling. I mean, well, like, used to do that for you. Trans World, Trans World will definitely try to be at ourselves in February, which will be back in St. Louis. And then, yeah. uh, now, do you do the MHCs? No, I've never exhibited there. Okay. I've only gone as, as a buyer. Okay. Yeah, again, I mean, yeah. with them, tra again, originally MHC was strictly in Columbus. Yeah. For some reason, in 19, they moved it to Chicago because Columbus wouldn't. Just too small. And well, they, well, they had some like some Columbus wouldn't events. do their date. They had their events. And yeah, stuff. they had a certain date that MHC wanted, and Columbus couldn't do it no more. So then they moved it to Chicago for nineteen. But then the following year, they moved it again to Milwaukee. Yeah, told out to Milwaukee or someplace way out there. And then this year, they're bringing it back to Chicago. So again, yeah. I didn't know if you were willing to travel and you know do a booth there because again, that's another one we left definitely love to go to. We at least try to hit those two. Uh, they have a couple around here in the Cincinnati area, but they're really small. And I mean, they, it's, it's mainly for like horror celebrities. Yeah, that's more for horror stuff, more movie type stuff. And that's yeah. not that's not really our scene. I mean, yeah, we'll go, but it's we like more of the haunt that's venues right. and seeing the props, seeing the artwork itself of what you know. Now, now the question I was going to ask earlier: What is your go-to paint company to paint your um, sculptures and stuff? <laughs> So I'm a little bit all over the board with that. Like, um, I'm a, I'm a pretty good fan of Createx just because of the, um, color options. Mm -hmm. But, um, 
I'm old school in that, like, I still, um, what Ed developed um, with his combination of latex and water um, is, is what I found by far the best. I mean, it will last for almost forever. So I, I really lean towards house paint and making my own stuff most of the time. Like, it's my own mixes. It's my own colors. You know, um, I do like the Bloodline Tim Gore stuff. Yeah. Uh, for some things, but when it comes to latex and stuff, I mean, you know, Ed, Ed's, you know, it's, it's proven. It's, it's, it's like it won't come off. I mean, I have distortion pieces that are, you know, shit, 20 years old yeah. and still on there, you know. Have and you, have have you ever that. used the Monster Makers? Oh, yeah. Arnold's stuff is good. I started using that stuff when, man, when I was little, my mom for Christmas, man, I baked and baked and baked. And I got the deluxe monster kit mm. when I was little uh, for Christmas one year, you know, and, um, and I started using his stuff, you yeah. know? So like I, that's the first paint I ever used was the Arnold Oldman stuff. And, um, and I liked it a lot. And then I, you know, just slowly graduated <laughs> into other things, um, and just experimented and, you know, being an artist and a painter, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of experimentation on my my side, just you know, trying to do my own thing too. Well, with that, now I don't know if you've experienced this. Now, me and one of their people there at Monster Maker, we had a not a like a blowout or an argument, like a big <laughs> thing, but we did have a slight discussion about their paint. I ordered some paint from them, and you know, she was telling me, you know, with it being colder out, if you don't have it air freight, you know, we don't like to ship it because it could freeze or it could ruin the paint i said yeah. no go ahead and ship it i'll pay the extra price whatever through flight or whatever you need to do to get it here faster that way you don't have to worry about f- freezing so i ordered yeah. red and i don't know if you've ever experienced the red from them but when you get it it looks like pepto-bismol <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so i called her up when i got it and i said uh the red is not red it's pink and she says no it's red i said no it's pink and i actually took photos i put it on several different forms, you know, that way she could see it. And I sent it pictures through the email and she goes, that's weird. She goes, did you shake it? I bit my tongue (laughs) and I said, yes, ma'am, I did shake it. And I said, I stirred it. I made sure everything was off the bottom, but I said, for some reason, as you can see, this is not red. This is like a light, like a light, light red, almost pink. So Uh they try to make everything great. And they sent me another bottle. Two weeks later, I get a bottle, same thing. So I get on with, like, one of their head people, and he's like, like, dude, this is red. I made sure the color was right, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool. I said, but here, I put him on the camera because we were on Messenger, and I showed him. I turned the camera on, and I did FaceTime with him. I said, okay, look, what color is this? That's pink. And I said, that's what you sent me. <laughs> he goes, well, you're not giving oh. it time to dry. And I said, dude, it's been sitting two days on this sample of latex. Yeah. So luckily, I researched and did some things. Like you said, I took some just basic house paint and started playing around with some latex paint, house paint, and I actually created my own stuff, and it came out pretty good, knock on wood. But yes, Monster Makers, I don't know why they're... I've always just had it's, it's only it's only the red. Yeah, it's Any, only the red. Anything else, I mean, it's been fine. Everything we've used through like um, airbrush guns and stuff, it's been phenomenal. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. prefer airbrush or actual brush? 
I I would say I'm about 85% airbrush. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I do like to go in and do some detail of hands, you know, because it breaks it up a little bit, I feel, right? Like if the whole thing is airbrush, I mean, I could get some pretty fine lines with an airbrush. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, but, but there's just something to be said about this, that crisp stroke of a brush, mm. you know? So um, I really try to mix it up. I, I feel like, it makes my pieces pop when yeah. you, when you mix. It's like, it's like if you just watch a movie and it's all CGI, you know, most of the time when you're halfway through it or whatever, you're just like, okay, I've had enough of this. Mm-hmm. It's on computer, you know, but like Hellboy, they did such a great job of like mixing practical and, and digital effects. Oh yeah. To where you couldn't really tell. Right. So I kind of like, you know, with my work, you know, I like to mix, right. Like a little bit of airbrush, a little bit of this, you know, and so many people have asked, they're like, is this silicone? And I'm just like, no, it's latex. And they're just like, oh my God, like I had no idea, <laughs> you know? See, yeah, that's, so, like, I, that's great. Know, it's just how, how I've, you know, kind of taught myself and, and, you know, um, you know, just, just my thing. It's just, it's how I, it's how I am with my, with the brush. Now, uh, what typical gun do you have? I, I recently just got for Christmas a, um, it was an Iwata Eclipse from my fiance. I haven't used it yet because we haven't had any time to do anything in the production part. I used it. You used Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I heard like the Iwatas, man. I, I'm, I'm in love with them. I used them last year at my haunt uh, as a makeup artist and just, oh man, the, like the, what was it, Master Air? The, yeah, the, I mean, that's the basic ones we use because they're a little bit cheaper and they're easier to get a hold of. But the, the, the Iwata that I used last year, I was just like blown away of how detailed and how fine and crisp I can make these lines on these actors. And I'm like, holy crap, why the hell didn't I get one of these? So I asked one for Christmas and there it was. I got the Iwata. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, that's, I use Iwata. Um, I've always, that's my go-to for sure. Um, I do like my my bigger sprays with the Iwata. So I'll just spray like my 0.5 and like the three with that. And then I do have a badger that I really love. And that's like my two. And that's like really fine, super, super fine lines. Have you ever used a posh? Yeah, I have way back. So that was my first airbrush with the monster maker stuff. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was just that I was young and, um, I didn't really have a mentor, you know, um, I called Goldman quite a bit. Like that guy was awesome when I was little and like, I would call and ask for him and he, and like, he, they would get on the phone and, and like, I'd ask him all these questions and, you know, so that was cool. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, I mean, I had, I always had a hard time with those airbrushes. So, um, as I got more into it and, and learned things in the industry and, and started being able to research stuff on my own as I got older. Um, yeah, I, I got Iwata and never really looked back. Yeah, absolutely. I can, I can agree with you. I've tried the other ones, just like Rex and different things at the trade shows and stuff. And like, I've tried all those other ones mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm an artist. So I want to, you know, it's like paintbrushes, you know, like I'll go spend, you know, 30 minutes staring at all the brushes in Hobby Lobby and walk out of nothing. Yep. And that's, I love Hobby Lobby so much because that Craytex is so easy, to, easy to grab there. So easy. I love the fact because Tim Gore, Tim Gore Bloodline, like he's got some great shades. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I I had some weird stuff going on with his paints when they first came out. Like it wasn't sticking on latex masks very well. Hmm. Um, but um, I I ended up kind of doing my own recipe and and yeah, it, I got to stick really well now. So. Heck yeah. 
Now I know um, our our favorite thing when it comes to blood is lovely perma blood. I love perma blood. I freaking yeah. love it. Perma blood, man, man, Kip. I don't know. I don't know what he has in that stuff, but man, <laughs> that stuff's great. Like uh, it doesn't. You know, it's as a painter and an artist. I, there's been several times where I'm just like, I know I can develop that, but it's just like, you know, why waste my time when Kip's already got it? I'll just order from him. Exactly. Well, I noticed with that too. A lot of people don't realize there's an actual like perma blood like at haunts when we go to and work. People think perma blood is just just a phrase like of like fake blood. No, there's an the actual perma blood company itself. Theirs yeah. is better than any other fake blood I've ever used because we have a one of the managers at our haunt. He got us some uh, fake blood last year. He's like, yeah, I got you some perma blood here. So he gave us this jug, and, and I was like, okay, cool, thanks, man. So I take it to the studio, and I lay it out on a, on a project, and I was like, this is not perma blood. I mean, yes, it's, it's fake blood, and they used it. But when it dried, it, 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 it looked nothing like Permablood. And I was like, no, no thanks. <laughs> no. So Permablood definitely is like the greatest. when it, As far as latex goes, it's it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, for instance, like my uh, vampire monster mask, um, that's Permablood that you see all over his, his fangs and his face and the blood. I don't know, if you guys went to my Facebook page, it's Cal Studios Facebook page. Um and went to the photos. There's photos on that there too. But yeah, I, I use yeah. That stuff's great. I love that stuff. Yeah, and then uh, it's not cheap either. <laughs> I found that out. I was on their website, and I was like, "Oh man, that huh. yeah." Uh, I, I think I'll just take a small bottle. But I did notice yeah. little goes far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I mean, it's definitely good stuff. And again, you don't need a lot. It goes far for even just the little bit that you do use. So I can't complain yeah. there. They're definitely a. If I need a, I need a survey question for Perma Blood. I'm going to give them a hundred because their their stuff's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> so during the off season, you uh, you said you weren't too sure about you know the haunt this year. So what do you do to keep yourself busy during the off season then? Well. So the reason why I don't feel like doing the haunt this year is that we had um, some high school kids decide to come and burn it down this last Ooh. year. Oh, gosh. Um, we didn't know. There was no sort of retaliation thing. There was a bunch of, like, weird, like, um, like uh, social media, like, challenges and mm-hmm. different things happening. Yeah. And one of them was targeting haunts. and. Um, a couple kids in the area came and vandalized and then they came back and stole stuff and then they came back and vandalized and then they set us on fire and burned us down. And then after they burned us down, they came back and stole more stuff. Oh my gosh. See, we had something like that a couple years ago in Ohio and, uh, we were bouncing around from different haunts. You know, we knew, again, we have friends that work at different haunts that are managers and they'd ask us to come out and work for them a night or something like that. And in Ohio, uh, was it in 20 when they had that on social media, they were warning everybody about these groups of kids coming through vandalizing yes. stuff. Uh, yeah. So yeah. we, as actors, they were like also like deputizing us. And if we saw right. any suspicion, we had to like grab a hold of these kids and keep them from destroying, you know, the scenes and Knock on wood, we only had a couple small groups that even thought about doing it, but they were caught and stopped immediately and ejected before it even got 
escalated. But yeah, I'm definitely yeah. sorry to hear about your haunt getting burned. That's yeah, that's sad. People have to do stuff like that. But today's generation, they just don't have no respect for nothing anymore. They don't. It's weird, you know. In the 28 years I've done haunts professionally, um, I feel like this is by far the worst year I've experienced, and, or ever really even heard of. Like we had people walking through, and we have my camera, right? But like they would walk through and literally just pick up parts of our set and just wander through the haunt, like going through the trail with this yeah. stuff. And our security would be like, "What?" Like they'd be calling me, like, "What's going on with this guy?" And I'm just like, "I don't know. What are you talking about?" <laughs> Yeah. He's walking through with like parts of the set, and I'm just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, <sighs> and then they would argue with you, and they're with their parents, and the parents would defend the kid, and I'm just like, "Oh, like I can't even." <laughs> are, I can't, are you I, serious? <laughs> right, like, hey, that's when you turn like, it into a rated R haunt. <laughs> yeah, it's like just get out, and then they want their money back, and I'm just like, "What are you talking about? Like, I, what? You come in here, you steal my stuff, and now you want me to give you your money back?" Yeah, yeah, no, you can probably. Uh, you can you can just leave. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. See, and that's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Rated R haunts. You make it to where you can right. touch people, and you start messing them up, and you start power bombing <laughs> through tables. <laughs> I did. A, I did a haunt that was uh, it was 21 and older, and you had to sign a waiver. Yeah. When you we built it, and um, it was called Hell's Delight, and it was here in Denver, and we geared it strictly towards the nightclubs and the bars when they got out, and. Um, Man, I mean, we had it was it was quite the event. Like, yeah, it was definitely there was touching involved. Uh, and it, it, the funniest thing is that we had less drama with a bunch of drunk people coming out of the bars. Believe it or not, yeah, did <laughs> just like the normal dad and driving through town with his kids that decided to drink too much and the wife can't control him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we I had less drama. Of that than we did just being in the suburbs and I'm just like oh my god like, I can't even figure this out. So it's just like you know as a haunt actor at our haunt Land of Illusion it's a massive haunt uh, it's an adventure park I mean it's huge and I mean it's a million dollar haunt hands down and uh, when we're roaming around with our mask and stuff silicone and custom you know costumes that we put our heart and time into this damn thing and then you have these damn kids come up trying to pull our face or touch our face like do you freaking realize that these masks are like seven to eight hundred dollars and you're pulling on them right and they just have yeah. they have no respect towards anything and even if you try to jump at them and explain to them they get in defense mode and say oh you can't do nothing buddy i want to tell you flat out it takes one thing and i'm gonna headbutt you you like right. I, it, it takes one night in jail dude i don't i don't care you're gonna if you're gonna start your shit and you start your crap and stuff and you're damaging stuff that's not yours you better have the police over here in like 2.5 seconds because i'm about to lunge at you here in a second well, you gotta be smart like me man you, you gotta put the spikes on your shoulder yeah nudge them <laughs> <laughs> well seriously because like during the whole covid thing people did not care at all they still wanted to get up in your face and take yeah. pictures, which I don't, I, I'm down. I mean, that's part of a roamer. I understand that's my job, you know, is to get photo ops for people, but still respect people's space. And yeah. I actually have two inch spikes, five of them on each shoulder. That way people cannot put their arms around me or can put their hands on me. Cause a lot of people, when they take photos, they want to put their hand right on your shoulder and then like scoot in and get right up in your face to take pictures sure. and stuff. So, uh, yeah, you're getting spiked if you touch me. I'll just bring it. I'll just carry around a taser. Well, you can do that, too. <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever you're into, man. Oh, man. Well, hey, it has absolutely been a, a privilege talking to you, Steve. And yeah. uh, 
Definitely want to get in touch again and possibly get you back on the show and talk some more about like haunting. Horror. Hell, I want to see you at a. I want to see you at a convention and I want to see your stuff hands on. Yeah, we want to see that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, like I said, I'm I'm working on getting to the back to the show. It's been <clears throat> it's been many years since I've exhibited, and um, so I'm you know I'm I'm working on some pieces for that, and um, yeah, I'd like to meet you guys and hang out. And definitely, like you guys said, let's stay in touch because I'm going to be posting a bunch of stuff here pretty soon. Cool. Awesome. Uh, you know, some of my new work and some of my some of my crazy crazy visions. Cool. Well, we'll definitely yep. be posting up on our on our Facebook page and our Instagram and stuff. So yeah, we and like you said in the beginning of the show, we already blew you up and we told people to go check out your page. And again, I know you haven't posted a lot on there yet, but again, we'll get people out there to you best we can. So yep. And my, it's weird, like, with my website, like, so, quick, funny story, well, not really funny, quite aggravating, <laughs> believe it or not, but um, my patalastudios.com website, so this last year, during my haunts, with all the drama I was dealing with, with the, with the arsons and all the other BS, um, apparently, my, my card expired, mm-hmm. right, for my domain, yeah. Patalas Studios, so... When I realized what happened, I jumped in to fix it, and it was too late. And some Chinese whatever took and bought the talent studio because it became available. Yeah. So I'm having to switch it to my other company, Fright Entertainment. Yeah. So now I'm going to have to operate under Fright Entertainment because... Someone literally stole my last name. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's what we did tell them, though, right? The Friday Entertainment, right? Yes, Friday. Okay. We, so we did Friday get we get we did yeah, give them the new one. For we you, originally so we clicked on that uh, Patala Studios link, and it brought me to that Chinese <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, well, this isn't him. <laughs> no, they, like you know, a China is out to get me, man. Like I don't know where it is. <laughs> You're on their yeah. list <laughs> for sure. So like, I, I I feel like, and I could be wrong, but um, way back in the Chicago Transworld days. Um, I came up with a series of these hanging ghosts with cheesecloth and we're talking 20 years, some years ago. Um, and then that Halloween, I walked into, um, a gas station that was just down the street from our shop and they had all of these hanging <laughs> cheesecloth ghosts. <laughs> Someone's spying and on you. I, I, um, I immediately got sick to my stomach cause I knew what happened. And, and I went back to the shop and we started making phone calls and, um, yeah, a couple of years later, I mean, there's cheesecloth goes everywhere and you can buy packaged creepy cloth. And I'm just like, so I don't know if I necessarily want to claim the fact that I started that. But <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> first on dark carousel. <laughs> One hell of a coincidence. And, uh, it's quite. Quite oh. oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I bet so, but definitely, man. We appreciate you being on today. Absolutely, we will. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely stay in touch, and then again, hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll see you at Transworld next year, man. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll stay in touch, and I'll keep you guys up to date. Awesome. Absolutely, you have a wonderful evening, sir. You too, guys. Thank say you it. Bye bye. Bye. That's an interesting guy. Yeah, I like that. He's uh Again, guys, Patalis Studios, his website is FrightEntertainment.com. Yeah, because the um, Chinese are coming after him. Uh, yeah, you better watch <laughs> the fuck out, man. Um, he's <laughs> They're on, stealing his websites. He's on Facebook at Patalis, P-E-T-A-L-A-S Studios. Patalis Studios, exactly how it's said. Um, he has an Instagram. Um, again, he 
He hasn't posted anything in a while, but he is currently going to be posting yeah. more and more again. Which uh, I understand that. I mean, it's frustrating. When you put all that work in and all of a sudden someone burns it down or destroys it, like he was yeah, saying. I'd be heartbroken. Yeah, I mean, I understand you got to take some time to recoup and get that energy back to go back to yeah. create new stuff. And even if you don't necessarily create all brand new stuff, you can still rebuild the stuff that you know that was awesome at the old house because it's in your head. You created yeah, it. Yeah, and it's going to be ten times better. Yeah. You can perfect it he's because put, between he's now and put then, security systems with fucking Gatling guns. Hey, if you got to do what you got to do, if you want to put the T six hundreds in, put the T six hundreds in. You know they got infrared. Again, this generation, you can literally fuck off. Yeah, you don't understand how much work we put into this shit. Yeah, and guys like that deserve the world. So don't fuck with this shit no more, <laughs> including you, China. Yeah. What is your problem? The terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers. Yeah. Again, guys, uh, that was Patalis Studios. That was Steve Patalis, and he's based out of Denver, Colorado. Yep. So, again, check out his Facebook, Instagram, and give him a like, give him a share, and give him, if you want to talk to him, give him a little shout-out. Ask him about how the Chinese people are. <laughs> he'd love well, it. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love yeah, that. Yeah, don't, don't say that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Dark Carousel Podcast with Mr. Sweets and, you know, your boy Snags here. Yeah. And give us um, a big old shout-out. You ever seen a grown man naked? Thank you, Mr. Sweets, yeah. for the grown man naked. <laughs> and again, guys, we are Dark Carousel Podcast for a reason. We love haunted stuff, yeah. and we love spooky stuff. We love you guys. And- I already shut you off. You're dealing with it. You just turn my music on right now. I can't. I don't <laughs> want to. I want to stay forever. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right, guys. We'll see you. See you guys. Oh, <laughs> my mistake.